All right, hello everybody. This is an informal episode of Drink and Discuss. This, as always, is Christine Kim. I'm Karen Go, and this is what we call beer and babble. Beer and babble. I think Karen came up with that. <laughs> I did. It had um, to rhyme somehow. Yeah. So we started. We decided to uh, start these informal episodes in between months, in between our monthly episodes. To say, you know, what we've been watching, what we've been playing, what we've been reading, just any media that we've been consuming that we want to talk about with no spoilers. So don't you worry about that. But we will give our honest feedback, opinions, and recommendations. Mm -hmm. So we'll probably be mostly talking about movies, but we would also be talking about TV shows, books, whatever. Oh, trust me, anime. I will definitely be introducing a lot of those. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and like the title suggests, Beer and Babble, we've had a few beers. And we'll be babbling for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think this Forgive is the first us, episode. We don't make sense. <laughs> yeah, so we are in Pittsburgh right now for a little background information. We're in Pittsburgh for a friend's wedding. Um, we just, this is our first night here. We just went to a local bar, very suburban, very different from our usual Manhattan joint. Very nice. Yeah. So Karen's had like two beers. I've had a beer and a, and a vodka cranberry because I hate beers. Ugh. So I hate beer and How babble. How could you? How could you, Christine? <laughs> All right. Have a cocktail on beer did, and right, babble. Sure. Okay. Did you want to talk about your beers, Karen? Or I did. All right. Although, How were your local beers? Well, they're they? not local. They're not actually local. They're like very... Well, anyway, I had a sweet water IPA and Christine had a, what, Samuel Adams Summer Ale? Very basic. <laughs> very basic. Whatever. The Summer Ale was good, you know, because Karen late. also had a Summer Ale for her second beer. I did, late, whatever. But, like, the sweet water um, IPA was actually awesome. It was... There's a bit of a citrusy taste on top of that, you know, um, typical... I guess beer bitterness, but you know that layer of taste gives it makes it great. So I would definitely suggest trying it out if you're a beer fan. Um, well, Christine hates it, but she loved the citrus flavor. I so, don't you know. hate it. I just hate all IPAs, and that was probably so the she best hates it. IPA of all the IPAs I've had. Which actually makes sense because she hated all the IPAs I had yeah. when I was also going to, to be San clear. These are very mainstream. Beer flavors, types, whatever you call brands that yeah, you've I, all probably had. I'm, Sorry, guys. I'm definitely not a beer expert. I just like beer. <laughs> Christine well, just hates maybe, beer. Maybe we'll do an episode of Beer and Babble at a local, like, Brooklyn <laughs> craft beer, artisan, whatever, vegan beer bar. I am in support of going to all these beer I, places. I am not in support because I will probably end up getting I a mud com- cranberry. I will convince her. I will tell you this bar that we went to in in, in Pittsburgh. It's not in downtown Pittsburgh, but it call it's called the the, the huddle. The huddle, and yes. the people are really nice. It's a very Great. suburban bar. Um, okay. and the cocktail, the vodka cranberry I had, oh, that was like seventy five percent vodka. I loved it, yep. and that's why we're. That's why she sounds like this now. Yeah, that's why I sound like this. And this is probably our most tipsy episode. Yep. Despite what our episodes are called, usually we're more... <laughs> we're I mean, more, we drink and discuss. 
we we we're sip, not drunk and we discuss. sip and discuss let's be yeah, honest yeah, yeah. we are too involved in discussing the actual movie to actually like binge drink or anything yeah, yeah. so well, sorry we, babble, we actually lot. are tipsy so. i'm okay with saying this now yeah. to tell them that we're not actually tipsy because nobody's probably gonna listen to this oh, cool. if you are just email us to let you let us know that you're there i'm just kidding don't email us <laughs> <laughs> but that'd be nice that'd be a nice nice gesture i probably know you everyone who listens to this like the three people but it's okay well maybe the four of counting the my four, friend the four people all right i'm glad your fun, friend listens to this She's my friends great. also listens to this maybe they're great, they're great if people. you're not here all right we're sounding way too drunk now we're not that drunk. all right christine you gotta cut some of this uh, no, I'm not cutting any of this because <laughs> this is supposed to be a very low effort uh, episode. Anyways, we're gonna go into what we've been watching. I want to talk about Quiet Place. A Quiet Place, the movie um, by John Krasinski. Yeah. See, I'm, we're not gonna look up any of this information because we don't care because this is a very important episode. <laughs> Basically, Emily Blunt's husband. She's also in the movie herself. You know, Jim. Jim Halpert, that guy. What? Are you serious? What? Karen, yeah. Yeah. Karen obviously never watched The Office. I watched one episode. All right, whatever. I know three cows in it. He's he's Jim Halpert forever. So, anyways. But anyway, like, I want to say that's actually like, that's actually the best horror movie I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I agree. I love The Quiet Place, and this Mm -hmm. is coming from a person that. I really hate horror movies and not for the typical reason because I don't watch them because I'm scary. No, no. Mm-hmm. I don't find them scary at all. No, 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 no. Horror no. movies are so contrived, so Yeah, it's like so the, fake, so it's obvious. Formulated. It's like, yeah. oh wait, you know what? Everything's quiet. Let me give you something to scare you. Oh. You know, like but this this is there is something to fear. There is yeah. it's a very well I think um, executed executed movie. Yeah, and um, of course, I mean, of course, if any movies there are flaws, and I mean, I think Christine and I disagree on the ending of the movie. I think it's cliche. I think she liked how maybe it ended, um, but you know, I think in a sense, it's definitely worth watching if you're mm-hmm. into horror movies. No, it's definitely uh, one yeah. of the best. One of the best horror movies. movies, and if even if you're not a horror movie fan, yeah. if if you don't watch horror movies because you're scared, I probably wouldn't recommend this one because it, yeah. it is it the is most scary. scary. Although, honestly, in a sense, I don't classify it as horror. It's not really horror. Well, I feel like we have a penchant to saying that because we think horror equals bad. Yeah, and also like horror equals gore. This yeah, this is not and that. I'm I'm I wish horror movies went more into this direction like yeah exactly like exactly. the babadook because um, you know like, and this movie the a quiet place yeah. and what's the jordan peele movie called again uh, oh get out get out like yeah all these yeah, horror movies that are changing the genre of horror i love it because horror is it. such a bad genre yeah. to begin with because honestly i i i love horror but like i didn't love horror movies because especially american horror horror movies they were horrible. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. You caught that. But, you know, blood and guts. Just because I see that doesn't mean that's horror. It's like, oh, wait, there's yeah, blood. No, there's exactly. guts. Like, doesn't mean that. That's and yes, we are it's directly referring to Saw. <laughs> uh, thank you. 
thank you. Can I just refer to the point where they jumped into a pool of sy- like syringes? Like, oh, that was awful. I that's remember just that. disgusting. I'm yeah, like, oh, we're talking about well, like Saw we're... Four or Saw. I don't know. Fucking ten thousand and three or something. Yeah, like, I don't know. Saw. Like I think it's disgusting. Oh wow, it hurts. That's not yeah, horror. I'm and- like. Oh, it's disgusting thinking someone would do that. It's horrifying to think and someone yeah, would do that. And yeah, we're not trying to rip on horror movie fans out there. Like, I do see the appeal in seeing, you know, gore yes. and like all these, gr- yes. all these horror movies. But there should be more to it. Is but what yeah, I like if about. there, I think that's partly why I'm so taken by these movies, like A Quiet Place, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because I have low expectations starting out honestly yeah, yeah. and that's why and I they feel like they're you in. and, and yeah. you know it has and they all try something new like right. for it's- A Quiet Place what I like is that they their use of sound first of all obviously of course of course like but, if you're in the movie yeah. make sure you're not eating nacho chips or something that crunches you will feel awkward it's a quiet movie yeah it you is don't want very quiet you don't want do to not buy popcorn noises. do not buy nachos uh, Popcorn might not be that Maybe. loud. Wait, if you dissolve it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just not, just don't be that loud. It yeah. is a quiet movie. No, but like, honestly, um, that movie was 102% intention all the way through. Right, you can see, you can see the effort. Yeah, know? it's not it's cheap. It's not just like jump stairs. It's yeah, not cheap yeah. gore. It's no, it's really it's, scary. It's, honestly, it's, like, okay, it's it's a real fear that they convey to you that okay, these people are living in real fear. There's a real reason why they're scared because of what they are in. Yeah, the exactly. situation that they're in, and, and it transmits that fear directly into us. Right, and we're not saying this is a perfect horror movie. I no, think there are quite a few not. things Many that things. were that were wrong with it but we're not going to go into spoilers but I just think it's very worth watching it's a new page of horror movies and it actually scared me who cannot be scared by any movie wow I don't know about that but you know I get scared by it's because my parents showed me too many R-rated films when I was little probably I also didn't have an age limit for R-rated films, but you know, whatever. Like, yeah. uh, we've been scarred for life. We 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 aren't affected yeah, by horror Yeah, but you know, movies. this is a good movie. It's our our conclusion. Yeah, it's um, our conclusion. Anyways, moving on. That was a quiet place. Um, I definitely think you should watch it, and Karen also does as yes. well. Please do. Yeah, please watch this movie. And debate with me on the ending. <laughs> um, Karen doesn't like it. I like it. So we'll yeah. see. We're not gonna spoil anything. Christine is wrong. Sure. Um, Anyways, what else what? have you been watching, Karen, or reading or consuming? Um, I have been watching a lot of the new anime that's been coming out. I think in April, around April, that's a new season. So I've been what watching you, what anime? Um, gag animes mostly. So one of them is Love Is Hard for Otaku. Mm-hmm. So if you're into Japanese animes or culture, you probably know what otaku is. That's actually a great anime for a lot of us to so watch. So to clarify, an otaku is basically a fan of manga and anime, right? Or someone like who is into very into Japanese culture. Like a hardcore fan. Exactly. And although I wouldn't consider myself a hardcore fan, you I think I'm You consider ha- yourself an otaku. Yeah, I'm halfway there. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm not a full So you're one. just a weeb. <laughs> Basically. You know, and so, you know, it, it's great, you know. If you play any Japanese games or, you know, you can relate to these characters. Does it make, like, meta commentary? Or? Yeah, for sure. 100%. Okay, I do love shows like yeah, that. Yeah, so that's um, great. Related to that, I've, I've started watching this anime called Gintama. Oh my god, Christine, and I love you. How do you... That is a <laughs> I know, great no, anime I, to watch. I started watching it because Karen recommended it 
to me a long time ago um and i i haven't watched it yeah i haven't watched it till recently honestly it's so popular Mm -hmm. in even in america it's popular yep but but i will say as a person who's not super versed in anime there's like or in japanese language at all they make a lot of puns they do and they make a lot of references to other anime and manga 100%. and japanese celebrities yep. and i don't get 90 percent of it so honestly yeah. all the meta commentary is lost on me yep i did laugh very hard at some of the episodes and some of the episodes i think were amazing and yep. i do love the characters but yep. i think as a whole it's like a very like I'll play while I'm eating lunch kind of anime. Yeah. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. You have to be... Because I grew up watching anime, so I knew... I would say, like, not all the jokes. I don't know all the, like, people they were talking about in terms of comedians (laughs) and everything, you know? I do appreciate the fan subs for uh, (laughs) reminding me what they explained, They explained, which is great. So, but I I get... I would say 90% of the anime references. I guess that shows you how much of a wee about it. Maybe I am deeper into the otaku world than I... Yeah, you definitely are. (laughs) Um, You know, then maybe I I thought I was. I remember watching this one episode that were, like, a... Like making apparently making references to Gundam, and I'm like, all right, oh. I don't get any of this, but I know Karen will. Please, that is my world. <laughs> That's like her favorite anime or something. Yeah, I grew up watching that. That was my childhood. Um, but honestly, the most like, mm-hmm. I think the reason, honestly, why I don't appreciate it as much is because there's so many sitcoms and comedy shows nowadays like in the 21st century that make fun our our, our meta commentary on things yeah and yeah i've kind of grown not tired quite but there are better meta commentaries nowadays of course. like the show of course. community um yeah, the anime yeah, yeah. osomatsu-san and all these things that make meta commentary jokes like Mm -hmm. that makes the jokes that Gintama makes kind of like pale by comparison I want to point out though so that Gintama has been running for a long time yeah exactly so you know you are coming back to that kind of late so you know you have been watching everything on time but Mm -hmm. it might have been more meta than anything yeah exactly that's what I mean like I will say this the episodes that I'm watching on Gintama right now Mm -hmm. they're still in 4 by 3 resolution yeah they don't fit my screen so (laughs) you know how old that is yeah which is great um so but yeah speaking of meta commentary we recently watched deadpool 2 together oh my gosh yes and i highly recommend it for any deadpool fans or any marvel fans or any x-men fans yeah because i want to say because i come from i only come from a marvel cinematic background and I get a lot of the jokes which are funny. Um, a lot of the meta jokes I didn't get, which, you know, it's fine. I'll watch a breakdown with you and I will laugh. But, like, you know, in general, Deadpool is Deadpool. He is yeah. awesome. So what so. did you think about Deadpool 2 versus the first one? I want to say I did, I did like the first one better. Yeah. Because, to me, Deadpool's appeal was his craziness. Right. And it was the novelty of a Deadpool movie, Of right? course, of course. But, like, you know, but the first Deadpool movie is kind of novel because, you know, he is there and he's there as his, you know, insane self in a mm-hmm. way. Like, he's talking to the camera. He's right. He's talking to himself. He's making these crazy comments. He's talking about killing people, like, by the number of bullets in his guns. And, like, you know, he's counting down the bullets in his, you know, in his gun. Like, right, I, right, actually, right. of course, I wanted that to watch one it. That famous scene sequence in Deadpool of course. 1. Right. And, like, I 
I do miss that. That that wasn't what I found in Deadpool 2. And maybe someone else could have found that. But I wanted more of that kind of mm. craziness. And that's what I loved about him. That's why I wanted more of that. Yeah, I, I like Deadpool 2. I think everyone should watch it. But mm. I, I mean, like... I also did like Deadpool 1 better, but I don't think that's really a contest because I think both of those movies are very unique yeah, in course. their genre. Of course. And I enjoyed Deadpool 2 just as much. And I like, sure, there were like plot holes mm. that I'm not gonna go into, but like there were plot points that maybe I wasn't 100% on board with. But I, yeah. in general, like the Deadpool 2 movie just kept hitting me with a joke after the joke, joke yes. after joke. And they were all very clever right. and very funny. Mm-hmm. And I just had a really good time watching all yeah. of it. And it was like it subverted some expectations of, of some sequence in certain sequences. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if you yeah. know what I'm talking about, but I was very shocked in one sequence that was like very like awful <laughs> but what funny. What um, happened? Yeah. No, because I want to say, because I come, I'm a person who likes characters Sometimes more than the story. And I value characters more than the story. So, which is why, you know, I love Avengers and Infinity Wars, I want to yeah. say. Because, you know, they're very great on their character, character I guess, mm-hmm. portrayal. Like, everybody is very true to their character. And I felt like I lost a little bit of that in Deadpool 2, which is why I didn't like it mm. as much. But, you know, definitely the jokes were great. Right. You know, yeah. like, it's still Deadpool, so you're yeah. not... <laughs> You're gonna get what you expect to get. Right. Like, don't take it too seriously. Yep. Definitely still watch it. And stay for the credits. That's all we can say. Of course. Yeah. Stay for all the credits. Yeah. Um, All right. Anything else you've been watching or. Um, Just. No gag animes as usual. Yeah, like I've been watching animes. I've been reading quite a lot recently. You have been. I've I'm been on a reading spree. Mistborns. Yeah, but even before that, I read this very like serious. Pachinko. Sad. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> depressing. It's not depressing. It's just very like um. It's not fantasy. It's not sci-fi. It's not right. like like typical like you know whatever mm-hmm. superhero whatever. It's called Pachinko. Um, nominated a bunch of for a bunch of literary awards. It's like a very literary book, but it's mm-hmm. about like you know intergenerational immigrants, like like uh, yeah. trauma. <laughs> uh, it's about and but it's the first English language book written about uh, these Japanese Koreans. Mm-hmm these Koreans that immigrated to Japan, but not necessarily immigrated. They were forced to move to Japan because of Japanese colonization in Korea. Mm -hmm. And it's about like an intergenerational story about these people that are living in Japan. And it kind of like made me sort of relate to them in a weird way as an Asian American because it's it's a very typical immigrant story, right? Right. Like you don't fit in in your original country, you don't fit in in your new country. And And it was very much about that. Yeah, Um, but that was a really good book I read. On a more lighter note, I started reading this series called Mistborn by Brandon Sanderson, and it's a (laughs) fantasy series. Um, And I'm on the second book now for Mistborn, but era one, but it's very, Great, and it's your typical, you know, like exciting fantasy story, mm-hmm. right? The first book is is somewhat of like an exciting, like this this girl finds like her hidden powers, and Ooh. like now she's gonna do, and she finds like this band of unlikely friends, and she's gonna do something, right? Um, and it's it's exciting. It's like I wouldn't quite call it a YA novel, right? I would call it a little bit heavier than a YA novel. 
but also at the same time, I wouldn't call it on the level of Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings. Well, like, that's... Because that's sort of what I expected because I don't usually read too much fantasy because right. I... I, I was surprised when you told me you were reading fantasy because that's my thing. Yeah, I mean, like, like Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, I tried reading them, and but they're too, they're so heavy on the lore. They are. They and, are. Uh, yeah. But that's what's great about them. If you like those, you'll be definitely into those. Yeah, but Mistborn is more, I, I feel like it's easier to read. It's very, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like YA plus fantasy, typical fantasy combined. Right. Um, and apparently the author has plans for an era 2, era 3, and an era 4, so, which, well... Which is like it's really interesting. I haven't told you about this, Karen, but it's so era one is like a typical fantasy, right? Like right. you think of like old Western times with kings and emperors okay. and stuff like that, right? But then like there's these different eras eras that the author has planned for. Right. And they're like, you know, decades not even like centuries into the future each time. Oh. And so this series with like the same universe slowly transitions from, from fantasy to sci-fi interesting right and, and most of these books are not written these are just like words that the author said right. it's on the second series now which is like um I uh, steampunk i hear that is actually awesome right i, Wait, I haven't heard I, of any series doing this before i love steampunk Okay. Oh, you're. Re- you you should read this book, Karen. You have see, to I'm. Stop. No, see, like so. So first one is I, complete like medieval fantasy. Yeah, Second yeah, one's yeah, steampunk. Yeah, yeah, Third yeah. one's gonna be like present times. Oh. Fourth one is gonna be some space like Star Trek shit. Okay, wait. I don't care about present times, but I love steampunk and medieval, and I love future shit. Yeah. So oh. you, I think you're gonna be really into this. This is bad. And it's it's an easier read. What in are general. you doing to me, Christine? Um. Okay, wait. Before we end, I want to talk about Steins Gate. Oh, Steins Gate. I s- recently started watching the, the older anime. Okay. I recently finished Steins the older Gate. one? Or yes. the newer one? No, no, no. The, the newer one is still coming out. Okay. So I had to finish the old one to watch the new yeah, one. Yeah, to clarify, Steins Gate is an anime based on a video game yes. and the first um, series season of Steins Gate came out a while before and, and they 2014-ish yeah 2014 and they recently started a new, new season, season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's based on the video game or not it is it is okay so it's um it's about alternate universes and it's about timelines and you know could be and you know could have been and it's isn't it, it's portrayed it's slow at first but it's portrayed in a way that's definitely capturing um and season two is just definitely awesome if you, you started watching the second i did because okay. i caught up with the first and i of course I had to catch up with the second. yeah of course <laughs> are you all caught up now i know my I brother's also watching the second season 100 caught up and it's great because if you watch so, the first season and you watch the second, you the second is just great. So I will ask this. I'm still in the middle of the first season, mm-hmm. so I don't know all the spoilers mm-hmm. yet. So without spoilers, I thought the first season was supposed to be like a complete story. How do they keep going? Because it's a slow start. I want to say the first 10 episodes is a build-up. And then you know first the ten episodes of the old series. Yes, it's okay. a build up, and then that's true. Yeah, once it you didn't reach, get serious. Once okay. you reach like you know, I like, I would say the eleventh or the twelfth, it's when things started getting you right, know, right. oh wait, something's happening, and that's when you start you know, kind of getting your adrenaline pumped, and you know. But like yeah, okay, so 
you know what? I don't want spoilers. But yeah, don't spoil it for yourself. But I, my thinking was the first series was like a be all end all, like it's a complete story. I'm surprised they're having a second season right. now. Because I, I don't want to say anything, but the first season is definitely a complete story. You can leave it at that. The second season is a what if. Mm. And mm. it's a what if. I see, I see. It, That's what it is. Yeah, and then it's a what if and ha- what happens in that what if. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so I I will talk to you more about Science Gate, I guess, when I finish the first yeah. season. Um, so that's our beer and babble for today, guys. I hope yep. that was a good enough random babbling for you. I hope you weren't too drunk for this. I hope not. I know that was very free form, and I am not going to edit this one bit. So we're gonna end it. You know, I guess half an hour earlier than we usually do. I hope. Yep, it's two twenty right now. Yeah, so we should probably go to sleep. Good night to all. Yeah, and to all a good night. Thank you for listening. Oh, nice. Twenty four.